Hey everybody, welcome. Thank you so much for joining. My name is Matthew. Today, I'm going to answer the question, how much money is there in the world? All right. So for those of you who have been following me for a long time, thank you. Uh, I've been doing this research actually for five years now. Uh, just completed the fifth full year of these quarterly updates, which I do on the global supply of money or the global monetary base. Uh, if you're not sure what the monetary base is, uh, do see the videos linked in the show notes here. Uh, it's not that complicated. I'm not going to do a deep dive today. Basically, it's all physical currency in the world. Everything you know, cash and coin that you keep in your wallet, under your bed, under your mattress, uh, in grocery store tills, in a safe somewhere all physical currency, as well as bank reserves, which are basically uh, each account, each bank account that a bank holds with its central bank. In the case of both bank reserves and physical currency, they are both issued by the central bank. And a CBDC, if that ever does come to pass uh, in mass or at scale, that will also be a third rail, a third new part of the monetary base. So notice the title here, top five currencies uh, in the world, and then world basic money. So we have this idea currency versus money. Uh, historically, as most hard money advocates like myself know, uh, historical money was of course gold and silver, you know, even a child can tell you that that's not difficult to understand. Uh, but as the banking system became more monopolized over the centuries up until today, where we have a central bank in each country of the world or some sort of a monetary authority in each country of the world, we are in a purely fiat system, fiat currencies, fiat money. Uh, but there is a difference between what is in a bank account versus what the central bank produces. And this is what the central bank produces. This is the key indicator if you want to actually see how much currency, how much basic money is in the world. This is the core, the core of the financial system. This is also the money supply that's going to compare with the Bitcoin system because the Bitcoin UTXO, that's the core of the system there. So you see here, I start tracking this after the Nixon shock or right around just before the Nixon shock, actually, uh, start of the 70s. All the basic money I can count up there. Note this is in trillions, dollar trillion equivalent, and the world total is about 200 billion, 180, 200 billion in December 1969. And as we move up the stack here, we can see, uh, you know, you have the euro here, the euro didn't exist, but I'm taking the largest euro currencies at this point, uh, converting them into dollars, uh, the French franc, German mark, Italian lira, and so on. And then we get to the euro here in 1999. Also, China comes into the mix here. Uh, China is, I have to highlight it in yellow. Um, they are just above the euro in blue. And we can see once China comes in and once a lot of the quantitative easing, which starts after the global financial crisis, the monetary base really explodes in a big way. On the eve of the financial crisis, August 2008, we had only six and a half trillion dollars of base money. Now it's almost five times that. It's, it was definitely about five times that in uh, 2021 during the COVID stimulus peak, $30 trillion. We've backed off it, although uh, 
they've tried to cut it even more. And then with the SVB debacles and stuff, which just started at the end of this series, because again, I have to do this a little bit delayed. This is first quarter 2023, March 2023. The total world monetary base at the moment is $28.2 trillion. Now, when I say dollars, you have to understand that is dollar equivalent. Okay, so actual dollars, how much do they make up of that stack? Only $5.6 trillion worth. We have euros, $6 trillion is actually the most dollar equivalent at the moment. Chinese yuan, 5.3 trillion, yen, 5.09 trillion, and then sterling, uh, about 1.24 trillion. It's about a trillion sterling is the size of uh, the great, formerly great British pounds uh, balance sheet, Bank of England's balance sheet, and the rest of the world, okay, and there are 50 currencies in this data set, so 45 remaining currencies are 4.93 trillion dollar equivalent. So when you see this, you need to think this is yen, this is euro, this is yuan, this is actual base money in each currency. And we can see, of course, there is this massive Pareto distribution about an 80-20 split, you know, where we have the top five out of 50 currencies. So the top 10% of currencies make up 80% of the value. You can see there the dotted black line, 80% of the value. Uh, it's been more or less consistent, actually, of the data set and it's true that when I go back, uh, I don't have the data for all central banks. But as I measure things like inflation growth and everything here, I, I'm very, very consistent on making sure that whatever's in the numerator is the same that's in the denominator at any point in time. So bottom line is, uh, it's a consistent percentage based on what we have. Uh, currencies versus the total, in this case, uh, all the way through. So you can see that the top five currencies pretty much always make up 80% of the monetary base value. Now, if you're curious how much of these currencies make up a global share of GDP, it's actually less. Uh, so these five currencies, which include a, an emerge, a strong emerging market currency, that is the Chinese yuan, uh, these five currencies make up 80% of the monetary base, but only 65% of global GDP. So that's kind of interesting. And then one more chart I just want to show you here. Let's go ahead and just look at the liberal democracies. That is uh, basically let's take out China as an emerging market, uh, sometimes human rights abuser. Uh, yes, they are stacking a lot of uh, gold at the moment, and people think that their currency is, uh, is emerging as being uh, something more independent of the dollar. And it might. It might, uh, depending on how Latin America and Russia and China uh, configure their oil agreements. But here, basically, what I'm doing is I'm looking at the top five liberal currencies. And what you basically do is you swap the Swiss franc, which is here. You can see it's very, very small. You see it going up and down there in uh, a grayish color. I swap that in for the Chinese uh, yuan. So now, where you have the rest of the world, that includes China here. So the percentages change. And you can see that it's a big drop here once. With, with this example, right, it's a big drop because data of China started only in 1999. And by the way, if you do uh, speak Chinese or uh, you could help me out, dear viewer, dear listener, of finding more Chinese monetary-based data well back into history, I know it exists. Uh, I just believe that it's probably in Chinese or at least the best version of it. So I'm going to need some help there, at least even locating it. Nonetheless, uh, the Central Bank of China, uh, the PBOC, they start publishing it in December 1999. 
And if we look here, the percentages are a little bit different. We're, we're close to this 80-20 uh, split again with the top five liberal currencies, but I'm not including China. Okay, so once you started to include China in the data set, it switches uh, a lot. Where here, it's, uh, you know, 50, 50%. But where we go back up to today, interestingly, it's risen a little bit more. The top five liberal currencies of the world as of Q1 2023 make up 66 percent of the global monetary base whereas the top five including the chinese yuan were 83 percent if you take the chinese yuan out and just look at the swiss franc which is the next best currency the next biggest currency in value you're only at 66 percent of the global monetary base and if you want to know how much gdp these top five liberal currency blocks countries uh, areas make up as well it's even less than 50 percent it's about 47 percent of gdp so what that tells you, interestingly, is that the liberal world, the liberal, democratic, uh, free market world, I know we don't have pure free markets anywhere on this planet, but uh, the liberal world still makes up the majority of base money, that is 67%. And if you take that same liberal world's economy, it's much less, it's 47, 48%. So actually the money outshines the economic growth which I think is interesting. We'll see how long that lasts. It's trending down just a little bit here from the end of uh, COVID. But, you know, at 66%, that's a lowish number compared to when, you know, I know I didn't have data on China here, but, you know, even if you started just after China, you could say it should be at least 70%, right? Uh, 70, 75%, something like that. So it's trending a little bit lower over the long, long term. That is the top five liberal currencies share of the total monetary base or total money. Don't want to go too much more into inflation rates or anything else like that. Definitely please do see my linked Q1 update on the global monetary base in the show notes. Uh, I've been doing this for five years. I'll continue to do it. I enjoy it. I think it's important to understand that this is the money supply that compares with Bitcoin. This is the money supply that compares with gold and silver. Thanks for watching.